As soon as I walked in, I was, was the like, first person to walk come. into this room. He said, you're going to be my first podcast today. I was like, okay, this is my very first podcast yeah, ever. Good guy, good guy. And now I've done like four guy. since then. Now I, got, now I got this. I got the hang of it. You got it. Okay, hey guys, welcome back to another video. This is day two of the FX Summit and we've got someone very special here. I've seen her face all over Instagram, everywhere in the Forex space. I'm so excited to now interview you, speak to you, get a little insight into things. Oh, I'm excited to be here, excited to be here. <laughs> so I'm please- really excited to have you here. So. Yes. Thank you guys, yes. thank you, I appreciate that. So please introduce yourself. Okay, so um, my name is Tori, Victoria. I go by Tori Trades on social media. I am, I'm still fairly new to like the community itself. Really? So I've been trading for eight years. So I'm, wow. I mean, I almost consider myself a veteran, even though I'm, I'm at the level I'm at. It's not, you know, the level of where like Anthony or Q, you mm -hmm. know, these guys are at, but everyone's journey is different. Yeah. But as far as the community goes, I'm still fairly new to this. Mm -hmm. Like my social media popped off maybe only in like November of last year. Mm -hmm. I didn't follow many traders prior to like my entire social media was geared towards cycling previously. Cycling? So, cycling, yeah. So I used to be an athlete. Really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh -huh. I um actually I was a sponsored athlete for fixed gear cycling and they would send me to like Milan and LA and Florida and Texas and I'd go do these races. And so my social media was geared solely towards just cycling. And then but I've been trading for eight years. So you'll if you go back far enough in my Instagram you'll see like, you know, bikes, 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 bikes. <laughs> but then you'll see some charts. And you're like, oh okay, so she's doing some stuff in there. But I've been doing this for eight years, but as far as the social media part goes, this is still fairly new. So I've been a little bit more vulnerable, finally decided to like rip the bandaid off and talk about, you know, my yeah. trading and talk yeah. about money and how much I make, which money is a very uncomfortable thing to talk about yes. on social media. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I finally was like, you know, we're going to do it. So as far as the social media aspect goes, I'm still new to this. Yeah, perfect. I like the fact that you split uh, the social media results and the trading results. Yeah. And your trading path. Yes. Because most of the time, I'm, I know because my, I mean, my path is long, more or less like yours. I've been trading since uh, 2011. So, okay, okay. Uh, I, and I'm in uh, social media, like Instagram, just since four years. Okay, <laughs> I'm okay, a fair. A boomer, I know. They used to call <laughs> me like this. Uh, but I, I really like the fact that you're able to split this because most of the time, people, beginners and traders, uh, they used to confuse the reality behind a, a social media account. Very much which so. Which is one of the challenge. Uh, of the trading industries yeah. right now. One of the problems in the trading industries. Uh, how do you feel, for example, that this one can, um, uh, can explain? What do you think um, about uh, the fact that people are such confused about the, the trading industries and the social media reflects? Oh, absolutely. I would say there's, when I, when I was, when I made this decision to like be vulnerable about my trading and my strategy and how much money I made, I already understood that there was a stigma towards trading. Exactly. So I knew everyone thought trading was a scam and I knew everyone thought that it was like, if you're trading and you're successful, you have Lambos and Rolexes and mm -hmm. you live in a mansion. Mm -hmm. So I already had that notion and I already knew coming into it. So I had to make sure that I was very, very transparent. And that's what made everything easy. So now I've got no persona that I have to live up to. Yeah, yeah. I get to just share my trade, share my journey. Yeah. Now it's still never fun, like talking about losses, and especially, especially so after now that I have so many people like sitting here watching all of my trades. Yeah, yeah. And there's pros and cons to it for sure. Like there's, I've gone through these phases of like, when I first started talking about my strategy, and I got some pushback, and people were telling me that like trend lines are trash, and I'm like, 
wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I've been doing this for eight years. I cannot let social media tell me how to trade. Yeah, so, and they do that a lot. They, they do that. They absolutely do. They chime into your strategy. Yes. Hey, let me do me. All right, you know? please, let God, me God me. let me just do me. Do you, do you know why? Because uh, for many, being profitable means 10 trades, 10 profits. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's not real. Yeah. Reality is that. But it's like you can't win. You can't win. You never you, can. You can, you can post and say that, you know, you could post every single trade that you've ever made and show the Lambos and the Rolexes that you have and people are still going to hate on you or call you a scammer. Or vice versa, you could post your trades and like me, and they're not huge. They're not very big. My best trading month was like a 20K month is last month. I'm freaking excited about it. <laughs> but like, and still people are like, that's nothing. You're not a real trader or that's not real. And I'm like, guys, if I'm going to post fake trades, don't you think I'd be doing a little bit more than 20K? <laughs> so like you can't, you can't win in the industry. And I'm... I already realized that getting into it, so it helped. It helped. Yeah, absolutely. So, what? When did you? When did you actually decide to come into the social media space? What? What made you want to? You know, swap from bikes to trading on your social media. So I have always had this knack to be like an influencer or just to be in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, when I was in elementary school, there was like the news crew in elementary school. So mm-hmm. I would talk about, I'd be right here and I'd be like, hi guys, welcome to Tynes Elementary. Today for lunch, Fantastic. we're having blah, blah, blah. So in <laughs> elementary school, I did that and I've been doing it for a while. So I knew that I had a talent for it and it's always been a passion of mine. Yeah. So when I was doing cycling and racing, I, I knew that I wanted to have a social media presence within mm-hmm. it. Um, But there was just for the longest time, I think what changed is that for the longest time, it was a very uncomfortable thing to talk about money. People would immediately just be like, either you're you're bragging or, you know, or hate on you, one of the two. Mm -hmm. So it was just very uncomfortable. But finally, I could tell that there was like a a pivot in social media to where people now started talking about how much money they were making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what made it easier. So that's why I started. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk about how much money I make since it's not such a strange thing to talk about anymore. Okay, interesting. So let's talk about a little bit more about your strategy. Yeah, okay. oh yeah, let's do it, let's do so, it. So what do you look for? What, what's your bread and butter? Um, trend lines. Trend lines. Trend lines and support and resistance. Now what's cool is I did a podcast earlier and I have, it's almost like I took the red pill. I somehow described my entire strategy without having to show a single chart yeah. or trade. It yeah. was the coolest. I'm going to try to replicate this. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. So essentially I am, I'm trading trend lines and support and resistance. So. Yeah. I am waiting for price to break out of a trend line, mm-hmm. and it's 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 fairly dynamic. So and it, it may be unconventional. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, and I'm coming to find this as I put my strategy out there. Some people are like, "Oh, that's strange. I've never done that." I think that's maybe something you shouldn't do. And I'm like, "Listen, no, guys, I've got a handle on it. This is my thing, but I'm just going to share it to you guys, mm-hmm. and that's all I want to do is just mm-hmm. share my experience." So when trend lines get crossed, I like to enter. I'm I'm a swing trader. I'm trading futures. Um, I trade in the four-hour time frame, okay. four-hour daily time frames for okay, the most so part. So white then? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and, do, I used to do this. Oh, okay, okay. Whoops, I just hit my headphones there. Um, so I will enter whenever the price breaks out of a trend, and I give my trend lines terms. So I'll okay. call them something. So I change the terminology on them. So when a trend line gets broken, I call it my action line. So that's when I need to take action. I need to place a trade. And then the opposing trend line is the one that keeps me safe, essentially. So that's what my risk is. So as long as the price travels along the safety line, I'm going to stay in this trade. Mm -hmm. And now each risk is different. So if the price is very close to one of my trend lines, Mm -hmm. when it breaks out, if it's close to the, this is where it might get tricky, and you (laughs) might have to visualize this. If it's close to the opposing trend line, then it is a low risk trade. Yes. But if the price breaks out of a trend and the opposing trend line is far away, yeah. I know this is a higher risk trade. I'm either going to lower my, my contract size or maybe I'm going to pass up on the trade. Yeah. Yes. But essentially, that is the gist of my, my entries. My exits will be looking for areas of either 
support and resistance on whichever time frame that makes sense. And but for the most part, I like to stay in the trade for as long as it will follow the trend. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, like yes. the trend is your friend. Yeah, I see. I feel that is a mix between a couple of strategy, but you know, this comes with experience. For example, I don't know. I I see that. Uh, there's a uh, channeling, uh, trend following, uh, moving average uh, strategies. Yes, I recognize something like this. Yeah, okay, so, good, yeah, good. And this comes uh, after uh, experience, of course, after years and years. Oh, because, yeah. you know, when you're able to, to build your own strategy, I mean, it is because you are able to, you're, you're able to, to match a lot of strategy together and make your own approach the best strategy for your trade. Exactly. And to tell on myself, though, so my uncle is the one that taught me how to trade, and he he did he did exactly that. So he's been trading for almost almost thirty years now. Yeah, and he did. Oh my God, I know. I'm I know that I am privileged and grateful that I had a mentor, a family member, to sit down and teach me everything that he knew. But so he did exactly what you're saying. He took hundreds of strategies. He's gone through every single trial and error that he possibly could, and he pinpointed this, changed the terminology, told me you know how to how to say that I'm a loser in like a healthy way. So he he taught me everything, but essentially exactly what you said, taking a bunch of different strategies and yes. curating your own. Yes, yes. I used to, to trade with Elliott Waves, for example. I love um, Joe Ross theory. I best my study and the best on, uh, on those uh, strategies. Okay. Uh, Elliott Waves, uh, Joe Ross, die trading. Yeah. Spread yeah. trading and uh, yeah, uh, uh, down theory. A lot of uh, strategy based on uh, moving average and uh, trend lines too, okay. and channeling most of the time. Yeah, so yeah. I match uh, Elliott waves, Joros, bars, and uh, and channeling together. That's okay. how I trade. That's why I use a multiple time frame, but starting from wider time frame. I see. I so see. Weekly, monthly, and then daily, hourly, and five minutes. Yeah, fair, fair. About okay. the stages. Okay, okay. But most of the time, I work with fundamentals. Okay, got it, got it, got it. That's what I, I prefer, actually, because uh, I started from this. And what do you think about fundamentals in trading? I don't incorporate it into my trading whatsoever. No. So purely, I'm just looking at... Me, me too. Really? Me too, yeah. That's what, that was one of the things that my uncle taught me, and I think it more so attributed to the stock market. That's where I got most of my experience. Mm-hmm. Most of my... I mean, I've been doing it for eight years, and I think, like, five of it was with the stock market. And he was telling me that... His example was like, okay, let's say if, you know, iPhone comes out with a new phone or they announce their earnings, like people will will give themselves a bias because they attach themselves so much so to this, these, this news that's coming out, whatever it may be, that they will not allow the trade. They won't let it. Yeah, because, yeah, they'll, because, they'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. because normally we receive the news from the third level. Okay, exactly. That's the problem. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, that, that's the confusion that many traders that try to trade fundamentals uh, most of the time they, they find this confusion because if you trade the expectation of the news you're going probably in trouble so yeah yeah that's the problem. but at least and being able to understand that if you're wrong or if the news is wrong to be okay with it so that's where it kind of eliminates the bias so when you trade purely on like price action or technical analysis it mm-hmm. kind of takes that away so you don't put so much weight on this person said this, it has to go, it has to do this, it has to go up. You're like, no, this is price action. If it's going to work, it's going to work. If it's not, it's right. not. Yes, you're right. I'm curious to know what is and what was your bullish and bearish moment in your life. Ooh. Now, trading specifically? <laughs> no, no, generally, generally speaking. Or okay. if you want to relate something with your business, it's okay. Um, I would say... We're at a pretty high point like this weekend. Mm. This has been pretty wild. Like 
I'm at a very cool part of my career, my trading. I yesterday I said it was the best day of my life, and I think we're still we're still there. Like this is incredibly cool. I get to talk to people about trading for like hours out of the day. It's just a freaking cool thing. I've been doing this for eight years, so like yeah, I could talk about it forever. We could we could be here all night. But I would say like the the growth of my social media, like how encouraging everyone is people the fact that people know who i am is the freaking coolest thing ever that's just ridiculously cool the fact that you guys are interested to hear what i have to say is so cool so we're absolutely at a high point for sure the low point i would say was when the moment that i wanted to give up on trading because i just knew i could not work a nine to five but i i finally was like okay i'm done i'm gonna go get a marketing job i sent out resumes i bought a bunch of blazers i'm like okay gonna work a corporate job here we go and then i did my interview and i was like I can't do it. I can't do it. So it was only up from there for sure. So that was like a high point, a low point. We're at the high point right now for sure. We are at like the peak. I hope. I hope we continue. Actually, I don't. We're not at the peak. We're not at the high. There's more to come. There's more to come. Listen, this is a beautiful. Uh, <laughs> one, one, one question I've got. Yeah. Okay, so this is a very male-driven. Oh, it is. Industry. It is. What is it like to come through and break through into a new sector of? You know, motivating women. We want to see more women come into right, our space. Right. I think they're better traders. I think I might have to agree with you on that one. I think they are. I better feel like traders. if we did some stats, if we got a guy looking up some stats real quick, if we could have you, hey sir, can you look up some stats here? The um the win rate of women, what is it in comparison to the win rate of men? Like now, obviously, it's a smaller like, but you got to like ratio it out. I bet you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I got a feeling they're probably. We should high. we should have a trading competition. Absolutely. Male, now, how do we make it, how do we make it fair? It's got to be like okay, uh, it's got to be like swing traders. Yeah. Oh, now yeah, they're yeah. doing some kind of trading competition they here, are. but yeah. I think you have to place eight trades in ten minutes. I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. But, uh, Wait, eight trades in ten minutes. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like that was the yeah yeah something this, of that nature. This this is because many confuse the fact that it's not betting or game. Is it? It's, no, it's like finance, I wouldn't. Guys. I'm not gonna enter the contest because I know that I'm not gonna. A, I'm not gonna excel. It's finance. I don't understand how it's possible to convert something like this in a game. Uh, this is something I think really personal. Oh, agreed. Trust Absolutely. Trust me. I know. Because I don't understand. Well, and the people outside of the trading world, they immediately assume that you are not serious and that you gamble. I'm like, yeah. guys. Yeah. I have a strategy and a success rate mm -hmm. and a win percentage mm -hmm. and a win ratio and like. There are numbers and strategies to this. I'm not just throwing my money. But back to your question, yeah. getting women into this. It was the hardest freaking thing. Yeah. I've gone through so many speed bumps. And, like, so I had to rip it off like a Band-Aid. That was, like, that's, I feel like that's the advice I got to give to women. They just got to go all in because there's no, like, trying to just feel it out, see what it's like because there's there's a lot of toxicity in the community. And but. Obviously, I know that doesn't apply to everyone. There's there's exceptions, but a lot of the community and that, no one here, no one that showed up to an event like this is toxic or part of the just not part of the community you want in your in your space. But all the people behind the screen that there's just there's a lot of toxicity within it. So I just say ripping it off like a bandit. You got to have the confidence to know what you're doing. That helps so much so because everyone assumes that you don't know what you're doing, that you're not actually making money trading. So you've got to like you got to get past that and not listen to the noise and just immerse yourself in it. I'm still learning what that looks like. So my advice for women is I'll let you guys know when I get there. It's still it's still really hard. Absolutely, yes. But not just that, just social media in general paints a picture and you need to not skip yourself to, to, to that place, you know? You see the Lambos, you see the lifestyle, whatever, and you start to get a bit depressed. Oh, fair, absolutely, you, gotta, you kidding me, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you know, 
you're at this level, stay at this level, you'll slowly build up. Yes, yeah. And understanding that everyone's journey is different. Yeah. Like the fact that I've been trading for probably the same amount of time with some of these speakers yeah. and like I'm at a different level. Yeah. I've got, you know, a, an incredible amount of confidence in my strategy and what I do, but we're at just different levels. Same amount of time, same amount of years trading, but like they're making 100000 in a month and I'm making twenty, or, you know, could be vice versa different. But everyone's journey is going to be different. Yeah. Totally agree. Thank you so much. Of course. Really I feel like we should do a round two. We need more time. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's yeah, do it. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. We'll do a round two for sure. All right. Thank you. <laughs> but thank you guys for having me on. This is awesome. It's been a pleasure.